Hey, universe. Um, yeah, I'm early. It is 7.31 on this, the 20th day of March. Uh, and 7.31 p.m., 20th day of March. It's gotten dark enough that Phoebe, whose blinking light collar is still around her neck because we were supposed to go on a walk, what, about 45 minutes ago, Phoebe? that how long I've strung you out here? Um, so why am I signing on? Well, I have been thinking about, well, uh, first of all, okay, I'm not going to sign on. I'm going to sign off. No, I'm not going to sign off. I'm going to finish my thought and then maybe sign off. Just give me a second feed. I released the one shenanigan going on in my life today, not of my own accord, but ever since that um, that easing of stress and, frankly, obligation unmet, uh, I've moved right back into productive mode. So clearly. And obviously, not having owned up to my current unemployment situation with my uh, my parents, and frankly, only because should I get into a scenario where I'm in need, that's who I will have to turn to, and I don't want that to be a surprise. Fortunately, I'm still not there, but you never know. All of this was stress I was swallowing. And not that anyone in the universe is swallowing stress like a 7th grader that's got too big an allowance and too much freedom. Um, but it is a reminder to myself that there is no human reaction or interaction that should ever keep you from being your real self at all times. We fear so much our ability to disappoint, upset, transgress, over, bear, overwhelm each other uh, and in turn receive this fear that goes with the same victim potential that system forces us to consider it, it's too much to think about. It's always too much to think about. Which is why you think yourself into these puzzles. You don't feel your way into them. You don't tie yourself up in emotional knots. You don't. You tie yourself up in an analytical knots. That your feelings then have to twist up into some reactionary position some <laughs> impossible yoga stance to make sure you stay balanced enough not to snap. And the more I was thinking about this, the more I was like, God, man, that is what society is doing. It's forcing us into these yoga positions that nobody can hold anymore. And 
<sighs> I fear as much as anything that somebody somewhere knows something that we don't. And obviously there are lies all over the place. So that statement was stupidly meaningless. But why are the elites spending so much time developing underground protection? I, for the first couple years that I was considering their motivations, believed it had to be some threat of imminent war protection, the ultimate bunker, the ultimate keep away from man's own folly. But then I thought, no, that doesn't, that doesn't jive with, number one, the remote nature of them. How do you jump into your bunker? It seemed like it was more protection from something that was coming that they knew about. Like somebody had tracked the comet. They had found it, the one that's going to hit the planet and just decided that's too much information. No one can stop it. It's going to destroy everything. So, no. But the more the sun's six to 12,000 year cycle, hard to see which one it really is. If it's happening on the 6,000 or 12,000 year, doesn't matter because we're coming up on the 12. We're, in fact, <laughs> we are square smack in the middle of it. There's so much evidence, so much evidence that this planet goes through cyclical resets of a massive, unimaginable frankly hard to believe life survives it scenario it's the reason we don't have connection to our ancient past and by that I mean our ancient ancient past it's the reason that it looks like this planet's measurable time of development into civilization into technologically advanced beings into another fatalistic didn't quite get it done maybe the next 13,000 year cycle will work for them well I believe we're at the end of that cycle and I believe it to the point that I think if you go looking for evidence that some people are not just believing it, but are aware of it. I think it's out there. I think it explains the hoarding of resources at the very top. I think that is much better than thinking it's a bunch of lizards over there. Because I think to myself, well, if you were a human who happened to get the knowledge that you have determined the earth is just in an unfortunate rhythmic cycle of 
solar magnetic energy reset that happens every 6,000 or 12,000 roughly years and we're coming up on it and there's nothing that stops it it has taken down all the megalithic civilizations before us that tried to figure it out through stone protection underground protection you name it nobody survives it but what do you do with that information right you can't you certainly can't uh, upset the entire paradigm with some imminent threat of paradigm upsettedness complete total annihilation anyhow if that's what's coming well <sighs> does it really matter there's not a way to stop it there's certainly no innovation thorough enough to get us seven something billion people safe right I mean if they know sure would have been nice to have let us all know so that we could have faced it with some sort of dignity instead of just slaving away at Walmart until all of a sudden existence is over for everyone maybe that's what they figure is the only way to ensure they get into the bunkers they've built that I can't imagine will make a difference but maybe they know something and maybe that's the point maybe they don't want the 4,000 spots that truly exist because they've been there since eons ago and they know it and we keep reseeding time after time and I'm no religion guy at all I don't even know if any of this stuff really is in the Bible though I hear that's pretty calamitous in terms of its forecasts of regeneration and the day that I believe they call uh, what's that day when they, and all the good people get flown up into heaven and all the bad people get laughed at by those people was it it's like what Easter or no I believe that's the day of the rapture well rapture indeed wraps yourself in mud and water and debris from a complete cataclysmic shifting of the earth's crust and what do you think you're going to be rapturing but again those woolly mammoths that they found the weird thing about them isn't that they found them frozen no that's what we found several things frozen right but they weren't frozen in ice which is weird and they were so perfectly frozen by this I mean what happens when you freeze meat is all meat has moisture in it even you my listening meatbag friend all meat has moisture in it so the 
reason that when you freeze something and then you thaw it and you cook it, it tastes slightly off to, to completely off is that the moisture crystals in that meat, the more of the moisture that can gather and collect before freezing, the larger those crystals, the more that damages the meat, the more it can frankly completely compromise the meat. But that's the balance of, of frozen versus thawed versus frozen versus thawed that eventually you lose because you will literally have all the water crystals collecting in the freezing process that can. And as they do that, they destroy the meat. So the way to offset this in a perfect world is to instantly freeze your meat. In other words, take it from whatever temperature it is now to absolutely frozen in an instant. Then the crystals don't have time to collect. The water stays intact inside the meat structure, and the meat actually stays basically intact completely, like we found those woolly mammoths. And again, that part is fucked up because it wasn't just that we found their flesh structure completely intact we found the lining of their stomachs completely intact which means they had to have been frozen in an instant huh okay well that just must be something wrong in the measurements I mean come on that's just hilarious yeah well, they found, I can't remember if it's 900 or 1,800 of them. And these aren't just a bunch of Disney cartoon characters that got in the wrong earthquake and fell into a mountain pit and got frozen up in some unique circumstance. Oh, well, I'll, it's unique. It's just not individually unique. It's, in fact frighteningly available to be compared because what they did is they they drown they suffocated in mud or muck whatever you want to call the layer of between 20 and 90 feet of sediment debris muck that is left over all over Siberia, Alaska, and other parts of North America. And when you see the evidence, you have to ask questions that at least entertain the outcome that you're witnessing. So you can't look at the amount of dispersed particulate matter from stones to miner mineral elements to just the sediment structure itself and not see that what it is is an enormous, the result of an enormous water rushing with a continent's worth of loose debris in the swirling chaos of that liquid abating 
and leaving this to eventually dry out and become the next layer of earth. And it's like, wait a second. So the entire planet floods at once or something of that nature is what you're describing. So how is that? E that's not even possible. It, it, it's not even physically available. So the, you might as well be telling us about the purple dinosaurs and the umbrellas in your butt again. Okay. Okay, Barney. Okay, Barney. There are purple dinosaurs. Um, or are there? The, 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 yeah, the, the science here is shocking. And it's, it's unfortunately not as unavailable as it may look because there is a, a theory that explains it and that theory which is total crustal displacement of the earth is shocking so shocking that there's no real study behind it that i can find published so i imagine if anything has been done to look into this field it isn't available to those of us on the internet with phones from T-Mobile. Um, but the, the idea is that the planet suffers a weakening of its magnetic field and has an excursion event where the north and the south poles flip. And in this period of vulnerability, an event from the sun potentially again or an event from the core itself in some sort of realignment or uh, a re release of kinetic stored energy developed through its own rotational process something disrupts the earth's rotation enough to have it stop or to have its crust move counter to the spin that it's undergoing at all times. And both are equally planet-wide resets. To put it bluntly, I don't know how anything survives. I do believe somehow things do survive and that from these remnants of tattered destructive forces that are out of control and cannot even be dealt with for any sort of protective measure on a civilization scale leave us wandering back into the light <laughs> I'm not someone who's sat in Bible study I don't know faith from fanaticism from fear from frankly why is this why does this fit so much of the evidence why does this explain all of our myths about great floods why does this coherently give cause for the lack of traditional ancient civilization wide knowledge passed down from previous generations 
the Egyptians couldn't have been what they were without leaving a huge mark beyond what we already have. There should be way more. That civilization down in South America, there should be way more. So something comes in and destroys all of it. For the longest time, I thought it was us. That we were so capable of wandering this planet and destroying those which we considered threats that we destroyed all of the knowledge that came with those threats too. But that, that's not it. That doesn't make sense when you get right down to it. Humans don't act that way. If I'm really so big on myself that I call myself Alexander the Great, do you know what I'm going to do when I run into magical, mystical knowledge of old? I'm going to put it in my damn treasure box and show it off because it proves how great I am. So then, okay, some city burns down and we lose all of some private stash of some guy who thought he was so great he collected the entire history of man's wisdom. Again, no. Now, could some of these secret societies, some of you underground mole people, be hiding back the ancient knowledge of old? Sure, I believe that's possible. I believe there's at least the moon civilization lording over this planet and the mechanical rhythm of just here to make sure that uh, we keep track of all the insanity that you're capable of. Well, they could have a, an anthology that's millions of years old, for all I know. Because this planet keeps resetting itself. Why? I don't know. But look at the evidence. Millions and millions of years? No. It's every 12,000 years. I think it's every 12,968 or something. But just go look. I'm not here to doomsay. I'm here because I have a lot of questions. They don't get answered by the traditional channels that I've ascended. So I jumped off those ladders and landed in a puddle of self-loathing. I wallowed around in that puddle for years, thinking I was unworthy of participating. I was broken, flawed. I'd lied too much. I cheated too much. I thought I was owed something I wasn't. I was a victim to messaging and internal voicing of obligations and um, advantages that needed to be pointing more toward me. So was I just not in the right part of the room to get that energy at, at my beck and call? Well, no. I was swept up in a ridiculous knot of ego self-importance of um, what I will just generically call my white male American messaging. I was the target audience of a whole bunch of, you're not the problem, you're the super individual who's got all the super cash to buy yourself a super future if you just go out there and do some super committed work to something super, you'll realize how super you are. Well, 
no S on my chest. <laughs> I don't even have a... I might have a Z or something. X? I don't know. Other than a tattooed dolphin on my butt, I have no marking that says I'm anything except under-motivated, uh, uh, uncommitted, unaware, unknowledgeable, <sighs> unsure, unable, and yet those claims of humility have never rang fully true because I still feel like there's something here to be done. And not just figure out the missing seeds that I didn't go over in my little bracket of employment satisfaction, like the number three seed that you found out your dream actually pays on this planet. Right, Jacques Cousteau? Found out that swimming with the fishes, what I love to do, I can also get paid to do. Well, so my life never had that kind of hakuna matata purpose. It never felt like I was with no worries. No, I felt like I was ridiculously burdened by worry. Worry that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. But every time I went out and tried to figure out what the hell that was, it just left me <laughs> more unmoored or hmm, at some point convinced that it must just be my destiny to screw up or resign myself to a life when measured. It just doesn't have mass. So start to learn things like the double slit experiment and the question marks that are all over the foundational pillars that I was told are rock solid and this is this is what separates us from those people drawing on caves the idea of the cell phone is the welcome to the 21st century gift that was man finally getting his shit together after arguably millennia of banging on rocks with skulls of antelopes so we could slurp out some brain juice and sleep well at night okay all right all right all right so i rode in right when we were building rockets and uzis but rockets and uh and all right okay so science science is what got us out of the muck yep and then science dug up those woolly mammoths. <laughs> and you start thinking, wait a second, what did, what was that shit in the Bible? What, read that back. <laughs> yeah, that part, yeah, the part about the flood. Read that back. And you, you have no framework at all to think geologically right i mean we, we we can all at least admit that if they're training us to think stuff well they can train us to think that on a 70 to 100 year lifespan we're not going to be able to conceive of what time in the millions of years looks like 
That's impossible. Our lives are too framed in this concept of time, tick, 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 seconds going by, that the idea of 60 million years that it takes to move a mountain, well, that's impossible. That doesn't make sense. We can't adjust to that. No, 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 we can't. Nor should we. We don't have to. Because we can just survey that breadth of time and evaluate it for what happens across those spans of time. Things move super slowly. Things reorganize on a snail's pace is so not even fair because it's imperceivable to us humans. You can't watch mountain ranges be built. That doesn't happen. They get incrementally built over millions of years as continents drift and and oceans swell and formation of matter and landmass takes place. So then you get surveying that whole landscape and you come up with some anomalies. You think, okay, but how are those mountains in Switzerland? How is it that they show the sort of accumulation that literally looks like they were pushed there all at once? And then how is it that the granite deposits are only on one side of the mountain as if they were impacted there? All right. Well, I don't know. We start giving these theories and none of them make sense because these anomalies, frankly, break the system. So let's just not talk about them. We'll put them somewhere else. We'll do that with our Egyptian history. We'll do that with our geological history. We'll do that with our scientific method. Whenever it runs into a problem that doesn't meet the standard model we're all living in, quite comfortably, by the way, have you used your GPS today? There you go. Um, we don't want apple carts even on the stage, let alone prone to tipping. So get them out of here. Okay, roger that. Take this granite conundrum over here on the... Uh, I can't remember the name of the mountains. I know they start with a J. Do they? Or is that... Whatever. The phenomenon is somewhere in Switzerland. Or that region. And this isn't unique. How did they even move the boxes into the Serapium? How'd they do it? They're bigger than the entrances. And the entrances are monolithic stone. How did they get the boxes in there? I don't even care that they're so precise they break our laser measurements ability to measure precision in cornering and cutting. That's astounding. And so far ascribed to, yeah, those Egyptians were pretty lucky to get these corners so sharp. Yeah, they were. But that doesn't explain how they got the damn boxes into the rooms that the doorways aren't big enough to fit. How'd they turn the corner in the hallways to move them down into the 29 chambers? The boxes are bigger than the hallways. How'd they do it? Oh, well. Questions like that, <laughs> well, that could, that could lead to a whole lot of 
no comment. Because commenting on that leads to, well, uh, well then, uh, but, uh, so how many lies have you been telling us? Well, again, I don't want to blame lies. I, I didn't lie by leaving out the third and fourth seeds in my bracket yesterday. They're right there. I just kind of got lost and talked about some other shit. Is that intentional? I can tell you it wasn't. But might I be able to get so good at making something like that look unintentional that you start to lose faith that you can trust me? Well, hell yeah, you could. And you should. In today's day and age, where the individual has become so much more important than the collective humanity, <laughs> yeah, that, I would say, is a good shield to have at your ready, like the bracelets of Wonder Woman, you just never know who might fire a bullet, so don't take those bracelets off. And, again, I, I just feel like if that's the case, if there's some collective cabal of don't let humanity know this, they can't handle the knowledge, well, you've made that decision for everybody else, and now we're stuck with the uncertainty of knowing that whatever it is that's going on around us, it's just not the truth. Fine. Let me flame out of existence in a web of uncertainty if that's how you're going to play the game. But do you know that you're playing the game to lose as well? You think you're protecting some insider's secretive historical access to that which can only be known by those who are worthy enough to know it? It's secret knowledge that keeps having this reset happen over and over again with no progress. Because you don't believe enough in humanity to trust us to figure this out. So, I don't need to know anymore. I don't even really care. Because I don't think for a second that I have reason to be worried about my eternal soul. And if this is the only ride I'm going to get, well, it sounds like it's going to go out in some rockin'-ass fashion. And if I'm just a lunatic who dies in the gutter of some ghetto that doesn't even exist yet, well, for once in my life, I think I'm comfortable knowing whatever truth is out there can't break me. And whatever realization somebody else is going to bring the courage and fortitude that shows itself in that action, well, that will be phenomenal to witness because the web of lies that I think exists that has propped up charades of information all around us, I think it's to protect us from this secret that isn't so secret. Because I know a lot of people on this planet are feeling the disconnect from humanity at large as they start to, to understand the threat that's imminent to that body that they're now only aware of but can't do anything about. And like I said, the only thing I'm here to do is to be kind, understanding, and forgiving of anybody out there who feels like they've still failed to live 
up to the life that they were born to live. Not the one that you became, the one that you know you really are. And there's no job description that fits it. There's no moral book that describes it. There's no revelation that embodies it. It's just a position you find you've ascended into personally. It's a peaceful plateau that I didn't even know was there. So how could I have targeted it? Well, the truth, the going to bed knowing today was a day that I didn't have to think I acted that way because the world made me. No, I act the way I act because it's who I am. That is the only peaceful rhythm I've got left. And it's working. It's working. It's working better than this lighter, that's for sure. But troubles with lighters I can handle. Troubles with truth among the historical and captured knowledge base of humanity, that which, for whatever cosmic coincidental reason I'm a part of, that stuff eats me up. So, I suppose I'm alone on that island, being all twisted up and full of consternation over stuff that, hell, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this whole thread of cataclysmic wandering is just bullshit nonsense. But at some point, when things start feeling like they settle me down instead of wind me up, I start realizing... I'm on a path toward truth. And regardless of what you think of me, and you probably think I'm a lunatic, but at least I'm a calm one. If you're going to meet a lunatic, I admit, I would always prefer to meet a calm one over one that's... Well, one that's got to take his dog for a walk, that's for sure.